And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Oh my God. How you doing? I'm your boy Stevie Jobber. <laughs> and I'm your boy Dangerous Duke. And that is the most annoying theme song in the world. Welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast. We got another special edition to Knockout for you. We were sitting uh, at home and just thought about um, all the groups and all the different wrestling businesses that we've come to love. Uh, we got a few that we hate. Uh, a few with terrible, terrible theme songs. Don't you play it. Don't oh, you play it again. Sorry. Uh, we're going to talk about our top five here tonight. Uh, yeah, uh, this was a good one that we wanted to do because we kind of figured, hey, there's been some great factions, there's been some terrible ones, and we're going to dive right in and we're going to divulge some of our favorites. So I think, what is it that we're doing? We're doing a, a top five and an honorable mention, and then our all-time worst faction, I believe, All-time worst, yep. Top right. five, honorable mention, and then uh, who we think is the worst faction. Okay. Um, so who's going to go first? You want to go first or should I? Um, I'm trying to think of who went first our last special edition. I think you might have. So okay. I'll go this one. Okay. Uh, for my number five, which was, this is a, by the way, this is a tough five. This is a tough five. And I was trying to be, I was trying to base it off of, um, most factions that I lived with. Mm-hmm. And not just factions that I, you know, knew of or like maybe if I studied the faction then I could count it. Yeah. Um so my first my first one, uh just so it's not out of bounds, I went with the Undisputed Era. Okay. That way I could keep it new I feel like five is a good spot to keep it uh relatively newer mm-hmm. without putting people up in arms. So my five is the Undisputed Era. Argue me if you want, but Essentially, they collected uh, just about every title there is in NXT. Yeah, in fact, there uh, was aside a, from the women's division. I think there was a point in time that they held every title like, mm-hmm. collectively. Like Cole had the uh, Cole had the world title. I think was it Roddy who had the North was American. North American, I and then think so. and then um, Fish and O'Reilly had the tag. Mm-hmm. So I mean, essentially, they're they're NXT's. Uh, well, I'm not going to say it. we got a long list. I don't want to say any names. We're going to say it later. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and, it, and what is the true test of how good a faction is? It's collecting everything there is to collect. Definitely. And from the moment Undisputed Era stepped in the door, they were undeniably the best faction there. Yes. So, I think they were, the, if I'm not mistaken, weren't they the first faction too? Or no, no. Uh, did Sanity come after them? Or before yeah, them? no, I, I forgot. There was, no, well, there, there, there was a couple. There if you want to be, yeah, if you want to be nitpicky about it, yeah, there, there was a couple. They, they're, they're definitely the baddest one. Yeah, like, yeah, they, Out they of are. All the they are factions the that even were there. They're, mm-hmm. they're probably the best NXT faction in history. I yeah, I can agree. I can agree to that. That's definitely a good one. Um, I actually didn't put them on my list, and I had to think about it because I wanted to, but. I'm not mad at that pick. That's a good pick. Mm, I mean, they. I mean, they brought back war games. Um, they're essentially in almost every war games, if not everyone. Uh, not count the women's ones. I think. They, uh, yeah, I think they almost have been in every war games. I mean, I, I know it started with them, and then they were in the one after. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, they. You know, they came in. They tore the house down. They're four amazing people. 
uh, we'll probably never see another NXT group like that again. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm willing to put Sadly. money on it. I'm willing to put money on it. There, nobody will be able to match the type of chemistry and uh, in-ring ability that the four of them had collectively. The technical prowess. Mm-hmm. Then they they were able to feed so well off of each other. And the Riley, Fish, Strong, Cole, just four master technicians. It, it, it all made master sense. Master technicians. It all made sense. And even before they became, you know, the, before it was the four of them, mm-hmm. you, you kind of knew Roddy fitted in the group. Mm-hmm. So that's not a bad pick. It definitely isn't. Uh, my number five, I was going back and forth on this one. I have it written on my paper, but I'm going to switch it now. Okay. Uh, my number five is the new day. Your number five is the new day. My number five is the new day. Your number five is the new yes. day. Yes, new new day is in my top five. Um, okay. Why do you think they should be higher from on the list? You're making a face like you're you're shocked. They were four or five for me. Yeah, it was a de- it was debatable. I was gonna I'm going say, with a different number four, but it I, was, I, I was, was gonna say they were my honorable mention, and I switched mm. it. <laughs> no, nah, but be interesting then. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go with New Day because it's three guys who, when they came together, there was nothing for them to do individually. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like your stereotypical. All right, let's just throw them together and see what happens. Let's try to make chicken salad out of chicken shit in a way. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they went from chicken salad to like steak, to potatoes. Statistically, yeah. the greatest tag team. In WWE history, exactly. They're they're a great team, and whoever's idea it was to put them together as a group, they need a raise. Yeah, and Which they got might have been Kofi. Yeah, so Kofi needs a raise. Or X, but I feel like either one of them. They were able to get what is it now? Twelve tag team titles, thirteen, twelve, 12 or thirteen, that? something like that. They are the Ric Flair of the tag division. Pretty much. So you got all those tag titles. And they were still together when Kofi won the title. And it, it still seems kind of unbelievable to me mm-hmm. that uh, people that gyrate hips and wear unicorn horns are <laughs> and, statistically and the greatest tag team in the world. They throw pancakes. They do splits on the turnbuckle. Rainbows. Breakfast cereals. Trumpets. Or no, trombones, excuse the me. the greatest wrestling tag team in the world only in this era of wrestling <laughs> can you imagine this trying to get over in the attitude era right this never never they'd be like right to censor <laughs> no but that's my number five right there they've, they've done a lot of great stuff uh right now they're back to being just the two of them but when they were the three of them it was magic mm-hmm. i mean even still now they're they're a great tag team but when it was the three of them as a faction yeah. That was a great uh that was a great time. Truly. But we'll we'll, we'll see where they uh where they head off to. Eventually I have to think they'll reunite but yeah, I mean, it, I don't know, after 12 titles. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably know. They'll, they'll probably do it. Um my number 4 uh since you talked about turning uh chicken shit into chicken salad. Um from the amazing mind of wrestling genius Husky Harris, um, the Wyatt family is my number four. To me, one of the greatest factions out of NXT. Um, one of the greatest ideas from Bray Wyatt. Um, this man is a is a is a master 
creator. I, I have no doubt that after he retires, he should definitely be on some sort of writing staff. Probably not WWE's. I, I would say fuck them very much. But someone's someone's writing staff needs Bray Wyatt. His 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 mind, his concepts, his characters are amazing. Where the company takes them is is yeah, another thing. Yeah, but, the, the company's not the greatest when it comes to you know Bray Wyatt and his yeah. ideas. But every essentially idea his mind is amazing. Yeah, coming up with the Wyatt family really put him on the map to be potentially the next Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um. With, uh, rest in peace, uh, uh, Luke Harper. Yeah. Um, or Brody Lee, um, put him in a position to be, um, sort of his cane in my eyes. Yeah. Um, where Eric Rowan was, you know, much more or less. I, I feel like Eric Rowan uh, for them was more me. of the uh, yeah, yeah. Like he he was just more of the muscle. Yeah, but the characters uh, between Luke and 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 Bray. Um, were absolutely amazing, and the wars they went to with the Usos, the wars they went to with the New Day. Braun was um, with them for a little bit too. Braun was actually all right with them, mm-hmm. and I think they went to war with the Shield uh, a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just the magic that they created with really any tag team. Um, the one thing I'll always remember, like there's, there's a lot of stuff I remember with them, but mm-hmm. one thing that sticks out to me is when. They had their beef with the Dudley Boys, mm. and it was the Dudley Boys, and they brought in uh, Dreamer and uh, Rhino. Yeah, and they brought, I do remember and that. They, and they went through the uh, the whole table, the whole table debacle of slamming uh, Wyatt through the tables, and mm-hmm. the Wyatts essentially won that feud. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a testament to Bray because. To go to war with the Dudleys, to go to war with the New Day, to go to war with the Usos, they went to war with uh, Kane, Taker, mm-hmm. uh, John, um, Daniel Bryan, yeah. with some of the top names in the business. Um, they didn't always come out on top like they should have, but it like it, it's it's a testament to the character. Yeah, it it could have just the fact that it could have potentially been um, the new Undertaker, Kane, you know, Ministry kind of. Uh, feel mm-hmm. and the people were behind it. Yeah, speaks for itself. So for me, number four is the Wyatt family. Pretty good, pretty good. My number four is now they would be higher for me because I am a huge fan of them. But my number four is Bullet Club. Bullet Club life bullet club is my number four i would make them higher but they've had so many leadership changes they've Mm -hmm. had so many like part-time members in and out members so that's my that's why they're number four for me right now i'm not the biggest jay white fan yeah i mean he's getting better yeah he's growing on us but i do like the other people they have i like tama tonga i like uh yujiro takahashi um Bone Soldier is one of my favorites. Bone Soldier is another good one. Um and even the people that they've had in the past like everybody knows how highly I talk of Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows how highly I talk of Carl Anderson. You got uh Luke Gallows, AJ Styles, you got the Young Bucks, the Goat. Kenny Omega. They've had a lot of greats in their group. But uh it's also the part-time members that kind of put them as number 4 for me like you had Jeff Jarrett for three weeks. Mm. 
You had uh, I'm trying to think who else was there. You had uh, I think it was Scott Hall's son for a little bit. Oh yeah, he was only in there for a Hall little bit. Hall was in the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Young Hall. I don't even know what Hall's doing now. Yeah, <laughs> neither do I. Um, and they got a lot of iconic moments. They got a lot of iconic moments trying to trying to invade WWE the same way DX mm-hmm. tried to invade WCW. They could have went with that angle too. Yeah, they definitely could have. Things Vince didn't think of. <laughs> the uh, the two sweet, and then what 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 was it? It was um, cease and desist. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Then they started doing the one sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they've had a lot of great moments. Um, so that's the reason they hit number four for me. I mean, shit. At, at one point, they had um, they they're so acclaimed that WWE had to acknowledge them. Yeah. And they had to have that moment on um, the Throwback Raw show mm-hmm. where they saluted with uh, another team that will probably come up later in this list. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but yeah, WWE had to acknowledge them for a while because fans were just showing up in full they had force. They banned the shirts. Yeah. Banning the shirts wasn't working. I know, that pissed me off because <laughs> I, w- I wore one of the shirts to a show. <laughs> I think, was, was it a... Uh... No, I, I wore a villain club, but essentially it's the same thing. Yeah, right, right, right. In fact, you have you you even have a bullet club shirt now. Uh yes, I do. Yep. Yeah, see, so even people from a whole different country are getting their merchandise because of how good that faction is. Mm-hmm. A faction that originated in Japan from an Irish guy. An Irish guy, a Samoan, and two Americans, I believe. Right? Yeah. I think uh, Festus is from the States. Yeah. Oh, no. Festus wasn't even one of the original four. He's talking about Carl? Yeah, yeah. Carl's from the Carl's, States. Carl was yeah. an original. Finn was an original. Fale was an original. And Tomatonga. They're the original four. And then I think uh, Gallows was five. Mm. So he's an original, but he wasn't one of the first four. But, yeah. So a group overseas. Everybody's getting their merchandise. And it's been what? Uh... About 10 years since Bullet Club's been around. Mm-hmm. And, and they've helped essentially transcend the business. Mm-hmm. They, I think they mostly put New Japan on the map. Yeah. At least as far as, like, newer wrestling fans are. Yeah, yeah. As far as the new generation, the internet generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my number four, Bullet Club, Too Sweet. Not bad. They definitely helped transcend the business, man. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three is a tie. Oh. Between what my heart wants and what my mind believes. Okay. Um, and call me crazy, people that didn't hear this in the comparison between the two and be like, well, clearly, but shut up. You're not. <laughs> you weren't me when I was younger. Okay. Um, my head says number three should be the shield. Okay. That's what, that's what my head tells me. Okay. Because what's your head is telling The shield you? is you know, made of world champions have gone up against um, every old big name in the business in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, all still world championship main event material. Roman Reigns, uh, John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins, who's finding his way again. Mm-hmm. But No, we, we're, not, we're not talking about Seth, man. Uh, we, we won't talk about that, Seth? We'll no, we're we, we leaving Seth alone for right now. No hashtag Drip King? No, no, no. Ha- <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my head hurts now. Um, but yeah, formerly um, 
the King Slayer, Seth Rollins. Um, uh, 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 the tribal chief Roman Reigns and you know the destructive uh, lunatic fringe John Moxley. Definitely, definitely a great, uh, definitely a great group. I mean, they 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 recall the future of the business, and they've been absolutely nothing but. Um, well, two of them have. Well, two of them have. Well, essentially, all three of them are. Well, yeah, they they were the faces at but one two point. Of the, and and the two that were the face. And were at the top, mm-hmm. um, ended up shifting. One of them ended up being a late bloomer, so maybe it can only be two at a time. I, I guess it's a two at a time role. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe once uh, Moxley found his way, Seth lost his. I but, guess. Um, any way you want to split it, they're all world champions. I believe they're all Grand Slam champions. Uh, yes, I think Rollins was the last one. I think Rollins needed the tag titles. So, you know, all at this point, uh, basically nope. Hall of Famers, um, statistically speaking. My bad. I, I I had a brain freeze. I was sitting over here trying to figure out who the last one was to be a Grand Slam champion. I think it, I think it might have been Ron, but... I think it might have been Ron. That's neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, essentially, statistically, they're all Hall of Famers in WWE. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, and the group itself... You know what I mean? It's a Hall of Fame group. Damn, so... For as long as they went, and they've beaten another group that'll be later in my list. That's what so, my head is telling me. This is my number three. So, does that mean we're going to have another set of two-time Hall of Famers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And 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 have no doubt, Kofi Kingston, um, your number five, uh, he's going to be a two-time as well. Because Kofi's gonna, yes. Kofi should go yes. down by himself, mm-hmm. and he should go down with the new day. Yes, uh, that I'll, that I'll agree to. Kofi should go as because he was a tag himself. team legend before new before day. new day. Yeah, because he's got what r truth, uh, CM Punk, Evan Bourne, Evan Bourne. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's there might be one other. There might yeah, there not might be, be one but. Other. But he was he was already plus he was an intercontinental championship before that and and the U.S. champ and a U.S. champ so he he was and a world champion now so mm-hmm. he's by himself a hall of fame yeah so he's a he's a grand slam so champion. he'll be he'll be a two time um but yeah like my head is telling me the shield mm-hmm. um, my heart <laughs> is going with uh, Team Canada from oh my TNA God. now hold hold on hold on okay uh. No disrespect TNA to the legend, Canadians, but... TNA legend Eric Young. Okay. Uh, uh, X-Division legend Petey Williams. Shout out to Maple Leaf Muscle. Okay. Uh, 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 Bobby Roode, who is another TNA legend. Scott Demore, who now runs <laughs> TNA. Yeah, yeah okay. The, 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 I mean, once you add it up. Okay. Uh, these I'll, are, these I'll are all that. legends, essentially. I'll give you that. Well, TNA legends. These are okay, all yes. TNA, TNA legends. legends. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say Petey Williams. And... Petey Williams is a legend in the X division. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Don't you fun on Petey Williams? Yeah. Maple Leaf Muscle is a, is an X division legend. Okay. 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 I, I'll give I'll give you I'll give you X division. Right legend. up there with Chris Saban and and AJ AJ. Way more transcended the X division, but I was gonna but, say, hold on, hold on. You, you know, you he's can't. no, he's no AJ, but at the time, 
at the time that short hair blue tights AJ was out, some of the best X division men on the planet was Chris Saban, Petey Williams, Sanjay AJ Duck. Styles, and Christopher Daniels. What? No, no, I didn't. I didn't say. That's, San, that's, I, I didn't say Sanjay Dutt. And Sanjay Dutt, yes, Sanjay Dutt, yes. In Black Machismo, they had a they had a legendary X division. Okay. You might not have been there, but Let, let's turn they that, had a legendary X division. We got to turn their X division into a faction. Low key. But one of those legends was Maple Believe Muscle Petey Williams. Mm-hmm. Before he was Maple Believe Muscle. When he was in Team Canada, he was a, he was more of a legend. Yeah. Maple Believe Muscle was kind of like a comedy act because Big Papa Pump was there or whatever. <laughs> but the Canadian Destroyer is a legendary move, and it's called the yes. Canadian Destroyer because of... Pete Williams. Williams, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? If if it took all these years of that iconic move being called the Canadian Destroyer for it to find its way to um, multi-platinum recording artist Bad Bunny, um, I, I feel like he, he deserves credit for that. Brinka. <laughs> so, um, Team Canada for the legends that came out of the group. Okay. Um, but logically, my mind at the time says the shield. Says the shield. I'll I can, I'll give you the tie. You can you can you can most definitely have a tie. Um, but you're talking about legends, mm-hmm. so I feel like that's a perfect segue into my number three. Okay. My number three is the four horsemen. Mm. Just for the simple fact that there are groups to this day that have passed. And are still around mm-hmm. that are emulating what the horsemen did. Not to count TNA as well. Because they tried it there. Yeah. It, uh, TNA, it didn't really work. But there's groups right now that are doing it in uh, AEW. Mm-hmm. WWE's tried to make their own renditions of the four horsemen. Quite a few times. Yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But. That group just speaks for itself. Oh, you got Arn Anderson, you got Tully, you got Rick. That group itself is just the epitome of excellence and class mm-hmm. and elegance. Mm-hmm. Gold watches, nice suits, limousines, planes, all the prettiest women. The Four Horsemen had it all. They paved the way so the newer generation can have a place to go. I mean, they were the blueprint for bad guys everywhere. Yeah. They took no prisoners. Mm-hmm. They they dressed nice, but they were not nice guys by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, not at all. They were not the men you wanted to be standing across the ring from. Um, and they had master a master master mouthpiece in Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably one of the greatest talkers of all time, if not the greatest. One of, yeah, if not the greatest, and one of the greatest in ring performers. Mm-hmm. Technically, uh, him Tully Arn. Um, Tully's still making waves in the, the orange still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 their legacy speaks for themselves. E- each one of them is um, essential to this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and them and their kids and the groups they work with, the careers they've touched and influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's no other group like it. Yeah, so that's why that's why they had to be my number three. Uh, I would put them higher, but. Yeah, we'll be about to these next. Yeah, two. yeah, we're we're gonna 
we're gonna divulge and yeah. you'll see where we're at. Yeah, yeah. So that's my number three. Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Ric Flair, Four Horsemen. All right. So my number two, my number one. Um I just I just come right out and say it. DX is not my number one and my number two. DX is my number two um, for a very good reason that I will get into later. Um, it, it, it really is based off one simple fact. But it, it's, it's DX because um, I won't explain why they're number two. I'm just going to I'm just going to talk about the group. I'll explain why they're number two when I get to my number one. Um, but Triple H, Shawn Michaels, X Pac, Billy Gunn, China, Road Dog. Um, I'm not counting. <laughs> I'm not counting a uh, uh, ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, we don't count Rick Rude. I don't count Rick Rude. You can count Rick Rude. I don't. I don't count Rick. Um, I don't. I don't count Rick. Um, it, but it, it 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 it's a it's a it's a legendary group. It's one of the greatest factions ever in the world. Um, it's some of the greatest performers in the world. Shawn Michaels, arguably the greatest. Triple H, my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, some of my favorite characters: X Pac, Road Dog, and Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. Um, people I, I always get a kick out of who have a legendary. Uh, Road dog with uh, a legendary entrance. I'm an ass man. Dun, dun, dun. And it, yeah, and who can forget the ass man, Billy Gunn? Um, essentially, shit. We we model our intro. Yeah. After. <laughs> yeah, that we do. They're so iconic. If you haven't picked up on that. Yeah. If you're wondering where we got it from. Um. um they're, so they're just they're absolutely amazing. The shit they pulled in the '90s. That they kept rolling out, no matter how many times people told him to stop. Notably, Vince, <laughs> who told them every single night, "We're not gonna do that," and they went out and did it anyway. They, they, they do have some great moments, and I just, I gotta say something real quick. I didn't talk to you before this. You didn't talk to me before this. We didn't know what each other's list was. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you something. What's my number two? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Oh, my it's number about to two go down. It's about to go down. Is D Generation X. My number two is D Generation X. I I can't speak. Okay, so we're on the same page. I yeah. don't want to hear it from you fans about we made the wrong Yeah, team. like I can't We're on the same page now. Yeah, so I can't say anything more than what you've already said about DX. That group is great. That group is amazing. Uh, they got some of the most iconic moments for any faction, whether mm-hmm. it's going on going in on the tank, or uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H giving their State of the Union address. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Making fun of Bill Clinton and the Monica Lewinsky thing. Dressing up as other people, the Nation of Domination. Yes. Vince and Shane. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, even when they dressed up as Vince and Shane. Uh, when they came back the second time, it was just Hunter and Sean, but mm-hmm. at that point, it was still funny because it was like two best friends just yeah. acting a fool in school. And you know damn well everybody who's a young adult right now or an adult, 
you know they got in trouble for doing the DX chop in school mm-hmm. and telling their teachers to suck it. Mm-hmm. I know I did at least. Mama Dangerous uh, definitely had to take the wooden spoon upside my head a time or two for that. <laughs> no, but they're my number two. D-Generation X. Apparently they're yours too, so nice to see you on the same wavelength there. Yeah, definitely. Um, before we get into the number one. This is going to be fun. You want to get into the honorable mention? Um, do you have an honorable mention? I have my honorable mention. You do yours first. All right, my honorable mention... They didn't make my top five because even though I like two of the people in the group, well, technically three, mm-hmm. uh, I like three of the people in the group. There's one I don't like, but I still can't take away from the success the group had, and they did do some funny stuff. My honorable mention goes to the NWO. Mm, really? Okay. No, I see it. I see why. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, I, I I like X-Pac. I like uh, Diesel, God damn Nash. It. God damn it! But Hogan, some people just ruin everything yeah, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm not a Terry Bonella fan at all. I don't like Hogan, so call me crazy, but it is what it is. But it's I do, I, but I do like the group itself. Like I, it's I, I, I dig the theme song. I, I dig the vibes that they had. I dig Nash and Scott Hall's uh, uh, idea for the group. Yeah, like, <laughs> but. That's that's why they hit the honorable mention for me. I was gonna make them top five, but and then there was a point in time everybody was joining the NWO. Yeah, we know how that whole thing went. The yeah. subdivisions and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. at one point you had like eighty seven members of the NWO. Yeah, to the point where they had a whole show where it was NWO people versus NWO people, and it was just... <laughs> I think I think every I I th- I think the I think catering might e- might have even been in the NWO. <laughs> they had the two sides. Yeah, but those are my honor- that's my honorable mention right there. So, I hand it over to you for your honorable mention. Um, my honorable mention is um, essentially the most well-functioning group um, in WWE. When you talk about laying out a goal, a purpose, and serving that purpose um, to a T, uh, uh, my honorable mention is the Job Squad. Mm -hmm. Um, are you looking okay my honorable mention is the job squad because sorry continue my ears um because <laughs> because uh your ears um, i'm the one playing it because they essentially set out the goal that they are the jobbers of uh, uh the establishment mm-hmm. and they they got together every night they wore their merch which sold well and they went out and and they jobbed which is exactly what they're supposed to do um uh, if you're if you're if you're listening right now and you're saying they were never champions uh, they never achieved any rate of success. I I argue this. That was not their job. <laughs> their, their job was to job, and they did it honorably. They did it with pride. They served they did their it purpose. With compassion, and they never failed. And they did it better than anyone at that point in time. It became what they were known for, and they were proud of, of it. 
the jobbers had to shout out the job squad. Who who are we if we are not jobbers? That Very is, true. Very true. So you know, we we got to give it to the originators. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so our honorable mention, my honorable mention, is the job squad. All right. So that takes us to number one. Um, my number one. This group is the epitome of excellence. Mm. Again, like the four horsemen, the flashy suits, the, pl- the plane rides, take whatever they want, and nobody can do anything about it. Evolution. Mm. That's my number one. You got greatness with Triple H. Mm-hmm. You have established greatness with Ric Flair. You had up-and-coming greatness with Batista and Randy Orton. So, do you really can't... The, the resume speak for itself. At one point in time, they held every title on Monday Night Raw. You had the World Tag Champs. You had the Intercontinental Champ. And you had the World Heavyweight Champ. So, everything just fell into place. Okay. I, I can't argue with you. That's a great number one. It's a great number one. But I think, essentially, mine is better. Let's see this. I'll give you this, okay? Um, multiple-time world champion in every single member of the group. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, overseen, mentored by, tagged with... One of the all-time greats in the business ever. Mm-hmm. Um, all four essentially will be Hall of Famers. Um, and they dominated pretty much with only the threat of Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um and after Shawn Michaels, really anyone that came up to them, they, they had to fall. Um, any title they want, they took. Um, and, and, and arguably, there is no better meeting of four men uh, in history. Yeah, The Shield may have been close, but these, these four essentially are the greatest parent you could have I, ever I, had. I was going to say... Uh... Um, so... so so my my number one is also evolution. Yeah. I am totally agreeing with you. That is that is the greatest faction ever. That is that is it. Like you and that like the you, epitome. Like you said, uh, there's never been a greater coming together of four world champions or four individuals, and the shield is probably the closest thing. Mm-hmm. I would even say that everybody collectively on evolution, if you take them. If you take their careers and just examine them one at a time, I would say that they're all Hall of Famers before anybody in the Shield. Yeah. Like, Batista's already on his way. Yep. Hunter is definitely in the Hall of Fame before any of them. Sure. Rick is already there. Yep. And Randy Twice. is... Yeah, and Randy, arguably the greatest wrestler of... His generation. Yeah. yeah. Right now, currently, probably one of the best in the world. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. Evo- uh, not Evolution. Um, The Shield is great. 
mm-hmm. and they they are the closest thing to evolution mm-hmm. uh stat wise but evolution was just great they were just they were just amazing uh and 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 kudos to triple h um for recognizing it yeah for recognizing it for grabbing the right guys for um he recognizing almost, that he almost the other guy should have got kicked out he almost did yeah, though. For for almost getting the wrong guy and realizing he's not mm-hmm. with it. He needs to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget that when they said that uh Batista was almost not in evolution and it was yeah. Mark Jindrak. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Can you imagine Mark Jindrak in evolution? Would not have been the same. Would not have been the same. Evolution would not have even made it. He would it not same. have been as smooth. Bro, I don't even think evolution would have hit my top five. Could you could you imagine Mark Jindrak and Triple H at WrestleMania? <laughs> Hell no. We would have been pushing for Randy way sooner Hell than we needed to. No, and Shitty already got there pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's and there's no greater story of a rise and fall um, than the making and destruction of Evolution. Yeah, not counting their running with the Shield because that whole thing. Was yeah, whatever yeah. it was. But Triple H coming together with Rick, then gathering these two guys. Randy Top being so guys. Randy being so over his potential mm-hmm. that he captured the title faster than he was supposed to. Fair. I, I think uh the young still the youngest world heavyweight champion. Right. Still the youngest world champion. Um went to wars with Mick Foley to solidify his edge mm-hmm. early, becoming the youngest world champion way before predicted. Um, putting on quality matches quality as matches. as a mid Carter when he was going after the Intercontinental title with you know RVD, Shelton mm-hmm. Benjamin, Chris Jericho, some of the best, Edge, Christian, some of the some of the absolute best, and having good programs with Triple H when he got kicked out of the group, mm-hmm. and the slow amazing build of Batista turning on Triple H. Yes, and that Flair. that uh, I think everything um, almost everything Evolution did. Looking back on it now. Was done perfectly. It's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Al- almost everything. I'm pretty sure there's a couple things that could have been better, but off yeah. the top of my head, I can't remember. There was no perfect. There was no more perfect moment as a wrestling fan mm-hmm. than the night Batista had to choose his contract. Yeah, between Raw or SmackDown. That still sticks out to me. And you're waiting the whole night for his decision. I'm, and there's I'm that cut in. There's that promo. There's that cut in with Rick and Triple H in the locker room. Talking about how dumb Batista is. Mm-hmm. And we're going to send him over to SmackDown so you can be champ here on Raw. Mm-hmm. And he can stay out of your way. Meanwhile, he's just standing right outside and the door. And that, that slow zoom yeah. out with Batista Just at standing the side there of like the door, this, holding like, his tie. Like, okay. We know exactly what's about to happen next. I got goosebumps watching that. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I still oh, yeah. get goosebumps a little bit just watching it on YouTube. Because they planted the seeds perfectly. Hunter, I've known what I was going to do for a long time. And the slow comeback of the thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. The and that was Batista's thing, too. The, that, yeah, that, that was for his a while. Thing. For a while, that was his shit. Uh, it, it's, he's, it was perfect. It was perfect. It was perfect. Every every single person in there is a Hall of Famer. It solidified themselves as a two-time Hall of Famer coming out of that group. So, it... I mean, just the the Technic- greatest the greatest thing since the Horseman. Technically, you're gonna have a three time Hall of Famer or two three time Hall of Famers. Yeah, Triple H is getting three, and Rick. Rick is getting three. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
But yeah, the other two you got. Had Legacy up. been a little better, Legacy could have been another one. But yeah, either that or Rated RKO. Quite short. Rated if, if Rated RKO had been, been a little longer. Yeah, if it had been a little longer, but that's still Randy's favorite tag team partner. He says. Yeah. Um. So that's our top five, right? Um. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, we still I gotta got, do the worst. Yeah, I was gonna say we got one more to talk about. Uh, and that is our all-time worst mm-hmm. faction. So. I'm going to let you go first and take the reins on your worst faction. All right. Um, Could you play the music one more time? Play the music? Let's get it going. Ready? So my worst is right to censor. Because what the fuck is that? <laughs> I mean, good lord. That is just the worst music I've ever heard in my life. Uh-huh. And they would do it the entire entrance. How can you dislike that? Who made, who made the decision that that was all we're going to do to the music? I mean, was there effort in that? Did somebody, did somebody from, did somebody from, from a, a creative just hear that waking up one day and was like, I hate that fucking alarm clock. Johnny Ace. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's that's the music. Damn that's it, that's what it's going to be. I'm just going to have my alarm clock go off for three minutes so everyone can feel my pain of waking up in the morning. Poor Godfather. Just a stadium full of that shit. Godfather was so good, man. He went from... But pimping the hose. But you know what? God bless God bless Stevie Richards because him spearheading that group made it everything that it was supposed to be. Him and Ivory, um Great people in the group. Uh, great, great just people. a terrible group. Just yeah, just a terrible, <laughs> terrible fucking group. Poor God. I mean essentially they were um they were they were the right to censor. They were the FCC. They were whatever corporation doesn't want Charles. you to have fun. That's who they were. <laughs> they were they were essentially the answer to this is not safe for kids. <laughs> they would come out in their white suits and their black ties, even the women because <laughs> and Ivory. Because, you know, whatever. Even though Ivory was like we're not gonna talk about Ivory's past, but <laughs> man, Ivory looked like she didn't even want to be there. But Ivory looked like she hated it. At that they time. both were like, just we just. I don't leave, want to get into. We how, just like, leave it there. I don't want to get into how like everyone in this group before this group were all essentially highly sexual. But whatever. Like the point is, they 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 just, they saw the error of their ways, essentially came together to stop everyone else from being violent and 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 horny and fun. Goddamn FCC. And, and maybe it was the right thing to do, but you didn't have to do it with that annoying ass music. At the end of the day, maybe that's why we hated them so much. Maybe that'll be maybe our it new... wasn't what they were standing for. Maybe it was just the music. Maybe that'll be our new intro going forward. <laughs> We'll just play right to censor in the beginning of every show. <laughs> the views are going to go so far. <laughs> All right, so that's your all-time worst faction. My all-time worst faction. 
is a group that everybody just loved when they came out. Everybody was a huge fan of these guys. This doesn't sound right. Penny! Johnny! How fucking terrible of a group. Five male cheerleaders. Who the hell in their right mind Sponsored thought... Sponsored by Vince McMahon himself. Like, who in the world... That, that just sounds like a terrible... Imagine Vince coming out and being like, these... These are my guys. <laughs> They're my spirit squad. Oh my god. And and to think one of them became a world champion. Is that what this is? Is that is that is that the catalyst for, for Dolph's whole career? Is that is World that, Champion Spirit Squad. Maybe wait That's a it. I'm starting to believe I, I have a theory now. Maybe 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 it's it's maybe we're looking at Dolph Ziggler's whole career the wrong way. Maybe this is a success story. Maybe, I mean, for Dolph, maybe, maybe for Dolph, sure, but for everybody else, no. Maybe the group was so bad they got buried intentionally. Yes. On TV. Yes. If you guys don't remember, DX beat them all up, put every single one of them in a crate closed the crate and then put a sticker on the crate that said ship to OVW. So they basically on live TV got told that they're going back to developmental. <laughs> like imagine you respectfully. <laughs> like imagine, you know, that's one of your family members in that group and you're watching them like, "Oh, my boy made it. He's a star." Oh, they're sending him back to developmental. I guess he's not ready. Like, well, I mean, if you didn't get that from the music, it's just <laughs> so much positivity, right? At least Nikki did good. It, yeah, at least Nikki did good. It took a while for anyone to learn his name when he came back, but at least Nikki did good. But that's, maybe that's maybe that's what this is. Maybe the story of Dolph Ziggler is not the. He's an underrated talent that never got the break he, sh he deserved. Maybe this is about a cheerleader who who transcended who transcended his his origins to make it to the very pinnacle for just the moment. Maybe this is a success story. Maybe it should have been me. Maybe it shouldn't have been him. Maybe maybe it was never supposed to be him it <laughs> wasn't you and then it was greedy. for a little bit and then it wasn't again maybe you should have just been lucky to not be a cheerleader anymore i mean it's bad enough that you know now that i think about it it's bad enough they named him dolph ziggler and expected that to get over it's like dusty rose with polka dots it just barely made it like it just it just could have went way left <laughs> so that, I, I have no other words I can say about the Spirit Squad, except thank fucking God that lasted less than a year. They did towers. They had pom poms. They were cheerleaders. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna cheerlead something they were too. Fighting I'm, cheerleaders. I'm gonna cheerlead my foot up whoever's ass decided to create that group. We got spirit. You know yes, they we tossed do. you up as a finisher. 
That was a, that was yes, a thing. I, I know. That was that was their thing, and it was, was stupid. And they also got beat by old Ric Flair and Roddy Piper. Damn. For the tag that. team titles. Damn. At Cyber Sunday. Deservedly. Did you pay attention to that match? No. They got squashed. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, by I geriatric didn't. Ric Flair and the, the only Roddy thing, Piper. The only thing I remember about Spirit Squad is that they got beat up by DX and that Nick is Dolph Ziggler. That is the only things I remember. <laughs> Mitch and Kenny came back for like a day. Kenny did come back. For like a day. Kenny was going to be the guy and then he wasn't the guy. <laughs> he was with Mickey James and then... Took, uh, took so many matches to find out he wasn't then, the guy. And then John Cena took his check. Damn. Big match John came in and saved the day. Kenny was never... He was no Dolph. Yeah. <laughs> Amazingly, <laughs> I would have definitely chose the guy named Kenny though over the guy named Dolph. But hey, you live and you learn. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's our top five greatest factions and our worst faction of all time. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's some other bad ones, but if you guys think of any other bad ones, reach out to us, let them know, or let us know, and. We'll probably feature it on another show. Yeah, I was almost going to go with Kai and Tai, but maybe we'll save that for a part who? two. Kai and Tai? Kai and Tai. That's how bad they were. He doesn't even know who they are. <laughs> oh, my God. Kai and Tai were the Asian groups. The Asian group in the 90s. Oh, okay. Where they didn't oh, have yeah, 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 yes, you yes, know, yes. Now they just throw all yes. the Asians out with all the same multiple colors and just expect them to succeed. Before, they didn't do that. Before, they dressed them in blue and white and just said, be weird. <laughs> just, I, I, just be I remember weird. This now. I remember. Just this be now. weird and Asian, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> that's that's what they at, did. At least they didn't that's go the Jimmy Wang Yang route. <laughs> right, because the only thing worse residential Asian redneck. Oh my god! All right, but that's all I got. Uh, you got anything else you want to add? Um, no, no. This is this is pretty solid. This is a pretty solid show. This is pretty solid. All right, well. Thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, I had fun doing this, Stevie. I'm sure you had fun doing this. Uh, if you guys got any ideas that you know you want us to talk about on here, definitely reach out to us, and we'll get into doing them. And also, one more thing mm-hmm. before we log off. They're going to hate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys, but that's pretty much it for this week. Stay blessed, and as always, stay Stay dangerous. dangerous.